in Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and everywhere else. And we're glad you're with us as we talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. 10 to noon, Monday through Friday, uh, is where uh, you can find us. Uh, Coming up on the... A BMW of Des Moines guest list here today. Bottom of the hour, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, one of our regulars. He's the NF, one of the NFL columnists at Yahoo Sports. I think it's a terrific website, personally, but uh, not know where it fits in your uh, scheme of uh, of clicks, but it, it's terrific, whether it be Pat Forty on college football. or they got a great stable of writers over there, in my opinion, and Frank Schwab is one of them. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour. 11.15 this morning from Bristol, Connecticut, Zubin Mahente in his regular spot. And then we're going to take a look around the Big 12 uh, from a conference perspective, heartlandsports.com, Matt Postens will join us. Of course, it is the Red River, Riv- Red River Rivalry Week. No, it's not. It's not? It's the Red River Shootout. Shootout. That's what it is. No, we're not going PC here, Ken. It is the Red River Shootout. Well, it's Oklahoma and Texas, <laughs> yes. and that much we know. And we can't wait. Certainly, I can't wait to watch that game. Does that whatever do it for you? I'm, yeah. I, we know you're not going to leave Ankeny to actually go to any of oh, these games. Oh, no, no, no. But you, you, from that perspective, you mean, would I ever like to see that? At the State Fair, the Texas State Fair. See, I think they should move it. And you I've do. always thought that they should play the game in, in Jerry World. Oh, yuck. I mean, I get it. It's, no. It's, They're going to move it, put it inside the home stadiums. Well, that would be fine, too. Yeah. But if they are going to play it on a, quote, neutral field. Um, I've never been to the Cotton Bowl, but I you know, I know that they've spent a lot of money trying to spruce it up a little bit. But uh, I've always been uh, one that thinks they should put it in the nicest stadium in the state, and that's clearly... But that takes away from it. it I'm sure. To if, if you haven't been there before, if you haven't been to the Texas State Fair, it's kind of it's Have you part been of to it. the State Fair? I haven't, but that's what my family down in Dallas has told me. Yeah. It just It's part of the experience. And when you think of that game... The Red River Shootout. Yeah, no, I know. That's what it is. It is about certainly you go to the fair, you get you your have corn to pay dog. to get into the fair, and then it's a, a great ticket. question. I've I've asked somebody before. Well, I know the case here. You have to if you go to a concert yes. here, you got to pay to get into the fair before you can go to the concert. Yeah, but but that's the other part. I mean, you would think going through the turnstiles, you can't just show your ticket to the football game. Right, you're paying to get into the fair. You're paying to get into the fair. So those ticket prices. Pounds up just a little bit more from the hundred and fifty bucks yeah. you're paying just to get in the door. No, uh looking forward to the football game. I um you know, I think Oklahoma's one of the best teams in the country. We'll find out a lot about this team. I don't know if Texas was looking ahead against West Virginia. I thought West Virginia played them tough. They did. I really did. Uh, that number was right on the money, too, yes, by the was. way. It was 11, 10 and a half. And it hugged right around there, basically the whole through, throughout the whole game. Yeah, and if you, if you got 11, you got, uh, you, you got your money back. If you got it in 10 and a half and you had Texas, you, you put that one in the win column. Anyways, uh, we'll get, we'll, uh, recap Mr. Monday Night's Night last night. Oh, man. I, I got another bone to pick with you over there. No, I, you talked me out of yeah, what I, I wanted to do. I know. I wanted to go with the 49ers. You talked well, me out. Well, all of week it. you were going, you were going I Cleveland. Was, yes, and yes. And then I, my, my, premise was uh, you can't change at the last second bit again you're kicking yourself uh by the way speaking of kicking yourself you're going to be kicking yourself if you don't take the two minutes uh to enter our contest for purdue tickets folks we got seven entries in this contest whoa it, it's terrible i mean these are tickets to watch purdue versus iowa i know where we rank pecking order wise here but come on seven of you took time out to go to kxno.com and click on the contest link there'd be 700 uh, KXNO.com contest link. Very simple. How many points will Iowa and Penn State combine to score this week? It's closest without going over. If you're the closest, we'll give you two tickets 
to see Purdue homecoming next week against the Hawkeyes. We've got one uh, other set of tickets to give away. They are the Minnesota game uh, in November. We're going to take a couple of weeks off before we give those away. We'll do that on the game that immediately precedes the Minnesota contest. But right now you have a one in seven chance to win these tickets. KXNO.com. Click on the... It costs you nothing. No purchase necessary. No purchase necessary. You don't have to. You don't even have to acknowledge that you're listening to this radio program. There's nothing like that. All right, enough with the sad sack over there. I'm not. I'm just telling the truth. Anyways, uh, looking forward to talking to Frank Schwab. I enjoyed the game last night. What I enjoyed most about the game last night, Trent, was Nick Bosa's incredible troll at Baker Mayfield. Oh yes, when he planted the flag <laughs> after he sacked him. I'm thinking to myself, well, now what is up with that? And mm-hmm. then. You know, all of a sudden Twitter reacts and uh, smarter people than me uh, realize that you're putting two and two together here as you go back to Baker Mayfield and when they were in Columbus at the shoe and Baker planted the flag in the middle of the field after they dispatched the Buckeyes. Not only dispatched them, they beat them handily, if I recall. Um, but Nick Bosa, that was unbelievable. After the game with the real flag, eh, you know, it's kind of... Um, that was really good. It and, was. And yeah. I'm telling you, this San Francisco team just adds to what I think is a fascinating NFC, at least to begin with, because you can make a case, I think, for eight, hmm. may, maybe more. I mean, let's go through it. Um, start in the East. Start in the East. Eagles, Cowboys. Both of them. You can for make sure. the case, absolutely. Absolutely sure. Uh, then go to, the, go to the North. Who are you going to eliminate there? I oh. don't think anybody at this point. To win the NFC? To win the NFC. I would eliminate the Lions from that. Yeah, I think we could be a That might be team. too easy. Let's let's talk a week from today after they yes. go into Lambeau Field yep. and pick off the Packers, if that happens. That conversation changes. Absolutely. I'm going to leave them in for now. All right. So we're up to six. Uh, we're up to six. Go to the South. Saints, yes. For sure. Carolina? Yes. I guess. Yes. Uh, the Buccaneers? I don't think so. So let's go six. Then go to then go out uh, go out west. Who you can eliminate other than the Cardinals? That's it. You can't. So that's nine. That's eleven. It's eleven. Two in the east. Yeah. All four in the north. Right. Two in the south. Yeah. Two in the west. It's eleven. It's eleven of the sixteen teams. I would say ten. I still wouldn't put the line. Okay, that's fine. Let's get it to ten. We'll take the. I would take the Vikings out before I took the Lions out, just because of Kirk Cousins. Now, prove it this weekend. Beat Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this is a good team. You don't beat good teams, Kirk Cousins. He doesn't. Um, so so win that football game, and then you know maybe we'll uh, have a different opinion of you. At least we'll probably come back and say, well, all right, do it again. <laughs> Which be uh, they'll have that opportunity because of the schedule. But the NFC is fascinating. Parody. It's great. But high-level parody. You know, a lot of times parody gets that negative connotation yeah, with that goes along eight. with it. Yeah, Right. It's nine and seven. It's, it's a race to nine. Yeah. yeah. You, you, that's not what this is. These are all solid football teams. These are all teams that are good enough and with the right injury luck and a break here and a break there. You can make a realistic path, I think, for all 10 of those teams we talked about mm-hmm. to make the Super Bowl. Not to get to the playoffs or even get to an NFC championship to get to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's a stretch for any of those 10. No, I'm with you, Trent. It's um, it's going to be fun to see who comes out with that home field advantage. Clearly, it's going to play such a pivotal. I just want it to be outside. You know, I don't want the NFC Championship. If New Orleans is in it, let them play on the road. Let them go to Lambeau. Let them go to Philly. You know, let them get outside in a cold weather spot. That's what football's about, man. Don't like the Superdome, huh? 
I mean, I, I, I'd like it. I'd just rather see the game played outdoors. In the, as, uh, it's not the last weekend. It's the next to last Sunday in January. I'm all for it. Love those. Lambeau Field, cold. Uh, turf is chewed up. I don't care who wins. I'm not a Packers fan necessarily, but good mm-hmm. for business if one of our, air quote, four locals make it uh, t- that far and certainly looked as though the Chiefs were going to prior to Indy exposing them at least one week. I'm not overreacting, at least for one week. I, I still think that the Chiefs are a very, very good football team. Now, rank the rank the AFC, one through three. Colts, three? Colts, three. Yeah, that would be, that'd be the third team that I put on there. Patriots have to put one. Even yes, as Bra- they do for now. Brady... Who have they beat? What's their best win so far on the season? Buffalo. Road win at Buffalo. Road win at Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo is 4-1. and one. Yeah, but their offense, their defense is really good. I'm mm-hmm. with you. And didn't uh, didn't New England in that football game jump out to a 10 nothing lead? I believe so, yeah. I think it was. Uh, because I know that that was part of our picks, and I was feeling pretty good about that one. And then back come the Bills. They've beaten the Dolphins, big deal. They've beaten the Jets, big deal. They've beaten the Redskins, big deal. The two wins, uh, week number one against the Steelers, Mm. Ben got hurt in that game, right? Was that mm. he was in week number one? And then, yeah, the Bills would be the answer, Trent. And, you know, most years, that's still not the shiniest of wins, but the game was in Buffalo. I'm going to give it to you. This week, Thursday night, they got the Giants. Who cares? No Shaquan Barley. I mean, it's Barkley. He's out. Yeah, Saquon's not going to play, no. nor should he in this uh-uh. game. You absolutely give him as much time. Giants are not going to the playoffs. They're not making a run here. They have the future of quarterback. They're happy about that. Don't rush your other future piece there with Saquon Barkley trying to get out there. Look at that Patriots schedule still going forward, too. Uh, where, what are you trying to find there? First loss, Giants at Jets, Browns at Ravens. That'll be tricky. That's Sunday night football at Eagles. That'll be tricky. Mm-hmm. Home to Cowboys. Tough uh, at Texans. Texans are good. Yeah, they can score. Uh, home to the Chiefs at Bengals. Home to Bills. Home to Dolphins. So they're not going to go unscathed through this thing. They but they're fourteen some, and two. Yeah, I think probably so. Thirteen and three in all likelihood. So what are you saying that the AFC once again goes through Foxborough? Shocker, really? Although they went on the road to Kansas City last year and got the job done. Do you like the Colts third in the AFC? Obviously, Chiefs yeah. would be second. Yeah, I do. I do. Who else is in the conversation? Buffalo? Do you I put? I guess Buffalo, but that's a. Uh... That's, that's a, more record than what I've that's seen. A whole, look at in the in the north. Who's the best team in the north? Baltimore. Man, same thing. Defense, obviously, not what you know it once what you're was. doing. I know what you're doing right here. You're going into stall mode, is what you're doing. Oh, well, why is that? You don't want to talk about the twins. <laughs> I do want to talk about the twins. Right, we'll I, I do want to talk about the. But because, yes. you know, I want to talk about the Cardinals too, because that was a hell of a oh, baseball that, game. that really was. Uh, how about the Texans? I think so. I think they, they are in the conversation with the Colts right now. Uh-huh. Chargers. Watson's playing at a very high level. Yes, he is. He really is. Well, last week he did, after the week before, where it wasn't very good against Carolina. But yeah, he he just needs some time. Mm-hmm. Again, Washington just fired their coach. Mm-hmm. Gruden's out. Mm-hmm. It is time now. Trade Trent Williams. What are they doing? They're just letting him rot, Trent. I, They're letting him rot. He would have been worth. What do you been? Now, here's a good question. If I don't say so myself. Oh, look at you. <laughs> is he worth more in week one, or is he worth more in week six? Or does it matter? Because if you want him bad enough, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, I don't think it matters. No, it's not a good question. It's a stupid question. It doesn't matter at all. Does it? 
I don't think so. I don't think I, so either. You want as much as you can, many games as possible. Right. Do you but remember if you need them badly enough, you're going to have to pay their uh, the ransom. Do you remember offhand what uh, the Dolphins got for the Tunsil trade? Because I think Trent Williams right now is better. Uh, he's not as young. I Trent don't. Williams is 31, he's I want to say. Yeah, he's been 32. in a while. Yeah, right in that way range. younger. A lot younger, so maybe that. But say they gave up a second. If you're the Texans... And you need offensive mm-hmm. line help, and you have this offense, and and you got some dudes on that defense. Don't you give up a second round pick to I get Trent Williams so. if for a left? And tackle, if you're yes. Washington, what that organization as a whole is a disaster. Well, that's one of the questions for Frank Schwab. I know there's only 32 of them, so it's a coveted job to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it's that's clearly number 32. Clearly number 30. Would Worse you want to work Browns? for that guy? Yeah. By the way, um, Freddie Kitchen's going to go this, the way of uh, what's his name, Steve Kime, who lasted one year in Arizona before they jettisoned him. This, this isn't working. You know, when it was a it was a collective. I'll be honest with you. When they hired him, I went, "Who the hell is this guy? I've never heard of him." Not that that you know matters in the grand scheme of things, but it kind of does if you follow football closely and have ever heard of a guy who just got a head coaching gig. And I I'd never have you. Had you heard of I, I'd heard the name. I but never. I mean, yeah. maybe I did, but it certainly didn't register. Like, it wasn't wow, one a guy of those. You have to have not in those circles that oh, this is going to be the next great coach, right? Oh, they got kitchens. Well, look, look out! Look, look out! Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincy—they got kitchens. No, they, you know, they're they're getting serious in Cleveland. Uh, so let's finish up on Cleveland. What? Where? Where are you on Baker Mayfield as a player? Something's off. There is, isn't there? Don't know if it's injury. Don't know if it's mental, but there is something certainly. Nick Bosa, I know he was piling on. He he he's got he doesn't have any love at all for Baker. He he said he was scared. He said he could see fear in his eyes. He tried to he tried to get him riled up. Baker, Baker, you know when are you going to make a play? We want some competition out here, Uh, and there's trash talking all the time. But Baker Baker Mayfield didn't want to uh, participate in it. They had the handshake at the beginning of the game. He snubbed Richard Sherman. Did you see that? Sherman was uh, Sherman was hot under the collar after the game. Of course, picked him off. I think it was the second series of the football game, very early in the football game. Um, But yeah, if you for the number one overall pick. And the savior for a franchise. And, oh, by the way, a guy who's getting a ton of endorsements. Have you mm-hmm. seen all the commercials? Yes, Baker yeah. Mayfield. I mean, uh, Madison Avenue. Uh, that's Madison Avenue, right? Yeah, I get yeah. my avenues mixed up. Uh, they love this guy. They, they, they want to, there's, there's companies that want to hitch their wagon to Baker Mayfield. Maybe you should, you know, put the endorsements on the back burner um, and get, get your nose in that playbook or whatever because it is not working. There's another place I could use Trent Williams. There's another play. Well, uh, yeah, because no, uh, is there no Thomas retired? But that's yeah, been a couple yeah. of years ago, right? That offensive line's bad. Too. Yeah, they are. The defensive line skittish. on the other hand is really good. Yes, really good. So I didn't watch as much football because yes, I was on the mm-hmm. baseball yesterday, and not just because of my twins, but just a good day overall. Well, the Cardinal game was outstanding. Charlie Morton was terrific before that. The game stunk. You know, it was there was really never any drama other than watching Charlie Morton, who I think is one of the game's most underrated pitchers. Mm-hmm. He is so good. Uh, he was so, uh, and when they needed him too. And how about the people showing up at the Trop, Trent? It for the first. I mean, the the the, the race players had to be looking around, going, "Where the hell? Where where are we?" <laughs> the place was packed, and it thirty two thousand there for playoff baseball, well, and that's the key, right? But yeah. it, you know what? It was a one o'clock first pitch on a mm-hmm. Monday afternoon. Well, a lot of retirees down there; they can yeah, make that point. one o'clock first. <laughs> Probably pitch. better for them, right? That way, yeah. they, they can make the blue plate special or the uh, senior <laughs> discount uh, at five o'clock. Um, 
and not get in the way. That's a good point because of the. But still, good for them for filling the place up. They'll get another opportunity today, mm-hmm. uh, game number four today, and then two game fives tomorrow. The Cardinal game was just. It was a. If you're a sports fan, you don't have a dog in the fight. You really don't care. I cared because I want the series to go five. So yesterday, I, you know, if I would have had a Cardinal hat, I would have had it on in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was an entertaining game. Yes. It, it was, you know, there was a lot of drama in it and Yachty and the throat slash at the end. And I didn't like that, but I guess it was a, you know, a payback for Acuna did it the day before. Apparently, if you listen to Cardinal fans, I don't care. Uh, but it was a fun, entertaining game with a ton of drama that ended in walk-off fashion that is going to lead sports fans an opportunity to watch a Game 5. You got a little bit of everything. You had the power. You had the pop early on, a couple of home runs. Ozuna with a couple. You had the lead given up and the defensive problems that the Cardinals again came up yeah, with. Yeah, That's Well, happened. Matt Carpenter can't play. Matt Carpenter, no. yeah, I, I don't know what Schilt is going to do tomorrow. Matt Carpenter, if he's going to be used for offensive purposes, he used to be, needs to be used once in a pitch hitting role. Yeah, you know, uh, when when Flaherty comes out of the game, he's scheduled to start tomorrow. And he will at some point. I hope it's later rather than sooner because I want it to be an entertaining game. That's where you got to play Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter, my God, it was ugly. Oh, terrible. He had that the comeback. The Yachty, two different times, had my Cardinals buddies yes. texting about uh, about the strike zone, mm-hmm. robo-umps, and your love of robo-umps and wadding yeah. them back, though. It's... My tune might have changed a couple of times last night during the <laughs> Yankees-Twins games, yeah. as I am not in favor of that. But yeah, it, it was... That was that. That's the epitome of a playoff baseball. It was great, game, right? Yeah, absolutely. With obviously so much, so high stakes for the Cardinals. Atlanta's got a safety net; they can go home in Game Five. But for the Cardinals, needed it, got it. Uh, Twins needed it, didn't get it. Mm. What is it now? Thirteen in a row they've lost to this team in the postseason. Is it thirteen? Yes, thirteen in a row lost. Trent, it's just one of those numbers, right? One of those aberrations in sports that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know the Yankees are good. For the Yankees are better than the Twins. They, and every they, one of they these pitch series, better. They pitch better. Every one of these series, they've been a better team. Right, but for... But for, to not get a game? Exactly. Look, the Astros are a better team by far than the Rays. And they got a game. Rays got a game. Yeah. Twins have to get one of these games sooner or later. You would, look, it was a fun season. Nobody hit more home runs in the history of baseball. Okay, by one than the Yankees, but still. But they did. They're on top of, they've got that record. They're the name at the top of that. They're the team at the top of that list. Until it's broken next year. Maybe, yeah, maybe so. Uh, they won how many games? 101. 101. Second most in so team what, what, history. What's, what's the most in team history? Was it one the, of the championship The years? 60s uh, team that Whoa, went to the World Series. All the Series. way back. Yeah, yeah. The, what, what year were that? 65? I don't, I don't remember. mid six. They lost sure. to the Dodgers and they got Sandy Koufax. So that was the last time. 103, I think they won Whoa, that season. I didn't realize that. So that's how far you have to go back. And you can say it was the Tigers and the Royals. That's all right. They're in a division. When are they supposed to decline those games? Exactly. They all count the same. Uh-huh. Indians wouldn't even been in the playoff hunt without the Tigers where they went, what, 17-1? and one? Yeah, you don't think the Yankees are excited to see the Orioles or the Blow Jays? <laughs> That's right. That's baseball. There's that's dichotomy baseball. all over the place now. The the difference between the haves and the have-nots uh-huh. certainly seems to grow every single year. It was a fun season, and I'm hopeful going forward now. They have a front office that I'm confident with that is doing the right things. Going back to the run they made two years ago to be a wild-card team. That came out of nowhere. But the way that they're building, you look at some of the young arms that continue to come up. Gratterall, that threw, threw 103.9 miles an hour in his so last pitch So where will he be next year? 
that is still dependent on what happens, how they build the rest of the rotation. Mm-hmm. He might be the number five. Mm-hmm. They might go into the season with him as their number five guy. Pineda got suspended. Yep. That stinks. Yes. But they pulled him off the scrap heap, knew he wasn't going to pitch mm-hmm. for them a year ago, and then look what he developed into. So Oda Rizzi's he's he's an unrestricted, correct? Yes. What does uh, he command? You think? Oh, I don't know. Somebody's going to give because Trent he's a good five inning pitcher. Mm-hmm. You know, think about what we just said. The game has changed so much, but you can count on him most nights to give you five. It's that third time through the lineup where it's, uh, it tends to get away from him. So do they? Entertain bringing him back? I would think I think so. Gibson's free too, correct? Yeah, and I think Gibson's pitched his final game Has in Minnesota. He? I think his uh, his career will be over. And his career will be over? You'll in walk Minnesota. Away? Oh, okay, in in Minnesota, you. yes. And he'll go on. He'll probably get you know a two-year, $8 million deal from somebody, and they'll give him a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, a team that certainly needs some pitching help. Do you go out and spend? I don't know what kind of arms are going to be available. I think Derek Cole might be, or Garrett Cole rather, might be on the top of that list. What's that going to cost? Well, look, the Twins are in go-for-it-now mode, I would think. Eight years The White Sox 40. are coming. Cleveland seems to be going the other way. Detroit, yeah. Detroit. They're long ways away. Kansas City seems like they're still a couple of years away from being. So so basically, it's the White Sox and the Twins. You're in the right division. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Everything, I think. And look at this team and the way that they're built from the outfield. And Buxton, if healthy. Yeah, I can't say that anymore. But at least he put together, when he was out there, a good offensive season. Mm-hmm. That's something we hadn't seen. From him. Kepler was outstanding. Yes, he was. And he finally figured out also how to hit left-handed pitching. Speaking of hitting lefties, the only run last night came off of Eddie Rosario. Mm, 32 home runs. He's got pops. Your outfield when, is When set. did he lead off? Was it the second inning led off with a double? And, uh, yes. I think they, uh, what, they surrounded the bases loaded, yeah. I want to say, Severino. They got an infield hey, single way, later. Yes, infield single later. That was short later. and short, right? Um Polanco's double play in that's the fourth inning last night. Trent, that's as good a double play as you're going to see. Don't know if he's ever going to stick at shortstop. I don't know if he has the glove to do it long term. You can play with that, though. Even if he is your second baseman, okay. Mm-hmm. Arise. He's got a nice player. you got to find a, a place for him. So, no. Yes. Again, he was coming into the year completely healthy, and he got a fluke injury. This wasn't another one where he's out there eating cheeseburgers all offseason right. and came in weighing 320 pounds. That's not what this was. He got sliced, going to get an award on stage... <laughs> His Achilles tendon was sliced Think about that. by a piece of the stage, and that's what put him back behind. And outside of a two-week stretch, he mashed all season long. Crone's a nice player at first base, but you can find another place there. This team is set. Mm-hmm. They are set. The they bull- need pitching. They need starting a pitching. starter, a big-time starter, yes. an ace. Brios is going to be a good two. I, in a perfect world, he is your two. I agree with you. But he, you can make him your one. But in a, I agree. Perfect world, he's your, he's your two. And last night after the game got over, I didn't want to say goodbye to this team because so I had so much fun do? with him. <laughs> Went over to Fox Sports North, uh-huh. watched the post game. Uh-huh. And my biggest takeaway from that, speaking of Barrios, he's going to go through a new pitching routine, off-season program that they're going to put him through. Because as good as Barrios has been in the first half over the last three years, the back half has been ugly. And really ugly at times. And we saw that again this year. So they're going to try to find a way to make him good for 33 starts and then the postseason if necessary as opposed to good for 20 starts and then hit a wall. Which needs to certainly happen for him. He can be that one or two at the very least. The bullpen has some pieces. You need more. Mm -hmm. And as you see with the Yankees. And just the way they track guys out. It's amazing. It, it, it is. In June, they added Edward Encarnacion to that lineup. Yeah. Murderer's row, and they got better with Encarnacion. 
Um, I'm hopeful for the future, though. You should be. Yes. You should be. I think we're going to see Astros-Yankees. I mean, that's clearly... And it's going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series. Now... We thought the Dodgers were home free. Oh yeah, in the National League, could coast on in. Have you seen the pitching matchup tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium? Trying to get no better than this in the playoffs. No better than this in the playoffs. Strasburg and Bueller. And Strasburg this year, I think, has answered a lot of the questions that have lingered around mm-hmm. him. We know how talented Steven mm-hmm. Strasburg is. This isn't hot take radio by any means, but kind of the tough guy stuff. The I want the ball for another inning. He was babied for such a long time, yeah. and it frustrated not just national fans, but I think baseball fans. Well, that's, the agent had a lot to do with that. No and doubt. They were acquiescing to, acquiescing to their superstar. And you're right. It's time to take the training wheels off, and they did mm-hmm. this year. Through over 200 uh-huh. innings this season, won 18 games, went deeper into games, something that wasn't a part of him. And, and I think some credit to Davey Martinez and what he's done with what this team as a whole. Done. Trent, yeah. he was, he was they were a, left for dead. a day away from being yes. fired for yes, crying Yes, he out was. Out. And then uh, the early game, Flaherty versus, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try All right. it. Fulton Awich. You got it. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. Now that's pretty close. Uh, Mike Alphabet against Jack Flaherty. That's a four. By the way, no Fanatics again tomorrow. But this is the last day they're going to be yeah, preempted. Because after that, NLCS will be baseball. in the evening. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be all night baseball. So no Fanatics tomorrow um, at 4 o'clock. 4.02 first pitch. I, if you're a baseball fan. Oh, get tied on, folks. This is, doesn't get any better than that. Tomorrow's going to be outstanding. Mm-hmm. No football. Well, there's a college game. Um, Sunbelt. Yeah, the belt, and we can live without the belt, although maybe take a little bit of a, of a, t- a tour over there. But Flaherty, Fulton, Awich, Strasburg, Bueller, okay, I'm in. Game five, deciding games. This is, as my uh, buddy once told me, this is pure baseball. It, it's, and it's we'll awesome. get it for about seven, eight straight hours. Yep, I'm in. So uh, how big of a favorite is Verlander tonight? Oh, got to be significant. Oh, huge number. Um Take a, take a fire. I got to hear. Um, he is on the road, minus 210. 250. Is he really? Minus 250. Rays are going to go with an opener Holy today. Mackerel. It'll be Diego Castello, the, mm-hmm. Castillo. That'll be the opener. And it'll be throw a bunch of guys mm-hmm. out there and hope and pray that you get to a game five. Uh, Minus gonna... 250 at a road playoff game. But you know what? I think I'd lay it. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> with you. Uh, we will come back. We're going to talk NFL with Frank Schwab. YahooSports.com. Terrific columnist. Uh, shutdown corner. But before we do that, it's time to put another $1,000 or put $1,000 in your bull bankroll. Text the keyword CAR to 200-200. That's CAR to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. All right, back with uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, Miller and Condon till noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. 24-hour sports anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. This is 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Wisconsin grad, Frank Schwab momentarily. Again, uh, KXNO.com. Click the contest link. Dr. Stephen Fuller, FullerDental.net, giving away, giving away a pair of tickets. Homecoming at Kinnick. Uh, Purdue versus Iowa. All you have to do is get closest to the total points scored in this 
coming game, Iowa-Penn State. Iowa-Penn State, closest without going over. If you're that person, you'll get two tickets to see Purdue homecoming in Iowa City uh, one week from Saturday. Frank Schwab joins the program. We'll get to his Wisconsin Badgers who look like the real deal, or maybe he'll play the naysayer role here. He's, he's tough to buy in. Well, let's start there, Frank, since we're there. They lead the Big Ten West. They're coming off another impressive shutout now. The water gets a little deeper, as you well know. I think they're for real, Frank. Are you on board yet? Yeah, I, I kind of have to be. I was I was actually in Madison. I was at Camp Randall on Saturday. And I know it was just Kent State, but I was sitting there at some point in the third quarter saying, wait, they haven't punted yet. <laughs> and then Kent State crossed midfield. And I'm like, wait, that's that's the first time they've been past midfield since the first quarter. It was at one point that the first downs were 26-4. to four. Oh. I mean, it's... It's. I mean, I get it. It's Kent State. They're going to be overwhelmed and all that. But this is a team that you know, three shutout wins already. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, just from from watching them live, uh, you can really sense Jim Leonard's creativity yeah. in his in his pressure packages. Mm-hmm. This team is really, really sound on defense. You know they're going to be able to run the ball. Jack Cohn's been a lot better than I thought passing the ball. I'm. I, yeah, I am sold. I don't know if I'm sold on them. You know, winning the Big Ten yet? I think Ohio State's obviously just kind of on a different level. But I think it, you know, I, I sold on them being top, you know, six, seven, eight team in the nation. I think they're they're just so sound everywhere, except the kicking game. They're not great, but they're so sound on offense and defense that it's just it's hard to see them losing many games that they <laughs> that they shouldn't lose. Well, they're going to have to beat Ohio State twice. They go to the shoe, and then uh, I'm with you. I think they'll they'll end up seeing them. I guess if it's not them, maybe Penn State, but I still think Ohio State is better. Fun to watch. Is Jonathan sure. Taylor? You, think, the... you would think, by the way, you would think if. Wisconsin loses at Ohio State but wins the Big Ten Championship and wins all the rest of their games, yeah. and Ohio State wins the rest of their mm-hmm. games, you kind of assume Wisconsin gets that playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of money involved with the college football playoff, a lot of politics, and probably Ohio State's more of a TV draw maybe. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying if, if Wisconsin's <laughs> only loss is at Ohio State, it's going to be hard to leave them out of the top four. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, and Another week uh, comes and goes. Uh, I'm with you. I, I read your stuff that, uh, at yahoosports.com again, as I always do, and uh, the Baker Mayfield troll by Nick Bosa. That was an all-timer, Frank. I loved it. And you know what? When I saw, when I saw him do it first, I thought, you know, it didn't, it didn't register what he was doing. And then Twitter right. very, uh, very quickly alerted me, uh, exactly what he was doing. Boy, that was, that was, that was great theater. It really was. I mean, I love it. I love guys petty like that. And, you know, it's not, it's harmless at the end of the day. And Bosa said after the game, it's all in good fun. And yeah, I'm good with that. Hey, long memories, hold a grudge. They're going and, you know, don't, don't do anything. Don't go dive his knees or anything, but you know, you can have some fun like that. I love stuff like that in the game. I think it's great. I think NFL needs more of it. And it was, boy, I'll tell you something. Is Baker Mayfield good? Like, I, I don't know. I, I know it's it's hard to believe he's not good after what we saw from last from him last year. He was fantastic as a rookie, and it wasn't fluky. Like you look back at RG three, who was kind of a similar. Yeah, he was great as a rookie, never really recaptured it. That was kind of a fluky offense. It wasn't, there wasn't anything weird about the. It wasn't a tricked up offense. He just played well. But this year he's been terrible. I mean, last night I, I think San Francisco's good. I'll give him that. And the Browns on the line ain't helping him at all. And I don't think Freddie Kitchens is having a great year either. But, I mean, he was just uh, just bad. And, and 
you know, you got to start to wonder. This is really, you know, pretty much four out of five games, he's either been mediocre or bad, and you start to wonder what's going on with Baker Mayfield. Is it just all the pieces around him that are bad? Is it that we kind of just got starry-eyed after a great rookie season and now his flaws are being exposed? I don't know, but if I'm the Browns who thought, you know, hey, we finally found our franchise guy, I'm a lot more worried now than I was, you know, September 1st. This is a little bit troubling. Certainly the Browns need help along the offensive line. We were talking earlier about the Redskins after Jay Gruden finally gets uh, dismissed from there at 5 a.m. My goodness, a wake-up call for that one. But, you know, Frank, when you go through, Trent Williams continues to sit there and just riding. Houston needs help on their offensive line. Hey, what is Washington doing? And then for the teams that need offensive line help, what's the price? What would it take to snag them away from Washington? Yeah, and I think you could just stop at what is Washington doing. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is a question you can you can have for any various <laughs> scenarios, not just this one. It is bananas they haven't traded him. They are 0-5. Trent ain't going to play for him. He doesn't want to play. He's got the leverage to just say, I, I'm just going to sit out. I don't care. And for them to not turn that into some draft capital, like what is going on? I, I, I don't even – I can't even imagine uh, – maybe it takes a first. Maybe it – Maybe a second. I don't think it's one of these multiple first type of deals if Washington's smart. And yeah, if you're a team like Cleveland, like Houston, there's a few teams out there that could just. We saw last night, especially Cleveland, Greg Robinson's out there, and Nick Bosa's just running by him like he's standing yeah. still. I, you know, at some point you just say, well, what, about, what are we doing? Just say, yeah, send a pick. We're fine. We're not, we're not going to get our quarterback killed, and we're going to try to make a playoffs this year. So I know that, you know, just about any team could use Trent Williams. We're a fantastic player, and if Washington does not trade him, uh, it just would be so Washington. Like they're, they're just a bad organization. They're, they're they're absolutely clueless in what they're doing. And if they just sit on him and don't trade him, like what? Why? So you could try to go two and fourteen this year and hope he comes back. Like I just don't see the point in not trading current Williams. This uh, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com is our guest. Frank, I'm going to give you two games from last week uh, at once here. And if you, you know, if you, if you don't mind, a quick take on both. Uh, the late game on on Sunday afternoon in the standalone window, uh, Green Bay and Dallas. What did we learn about both of those teams? And then likewise, the Sunday nighter where the Colts go into Arrowhead Stadium and upset the Chiefs. What did those two games in particular tell us? Yeah, and I, you know, everybody kind of had a. Dallas on the back for getting back in the game. No, they they got run. They were terrible in that game. It was thirty one to three and at thirty one three late in the third quarter, teams let down and you know, whatever. The Dallas kinda got back in the game and that's fine, but I take away the thirty one to three. I we overrated Dallas, period. I think they're they're good. They're they're not going away. But this notion that they somehow are the NFC's best team, we need to stop that because you look back and they beat the Giants with Eli, who weren't a good team. They beat the Redskins, who might be the second-worst team in the NFL, and the Dolphins, who might be the worst team I've ever seen. So maybe we just overrated them at 3-0. Their offense has not done much since against two good opponents. We need to slow down on Dallas. Meanwhile, I don't know that I'm necessarily sold on Green Bay either. I think they did play very well. I think we still have yet to see their best because it just seems like something's lacking. They haven't, you know, and I, I do wonder if Devontae Adams can't get healthy. Is this receiving court good mm-hmm. enough? And I, I have to question them after such a big road win brings them to 4-1, and one, but if you watch this team week in, week out at Green Bay, that 4-1 and one looks good on paper, 
and they might have another gear left in them once Rodgers gets hot with the offense and all that. But this doesn't seem like a team to me that's just blowing away the field at this point. It, it's four and one, and that's great. You can work on things when you're four and one. That's it's better than doing that at one and four. But I, I don't think there's a complete team yet. I, I don't. I, I'm still waiting to see their their next gear and if they have it. And then the late game, you know, I. I, I still think the Chiefs are fine. I just think it was a great game plan by the by the Colts. Frank Reich might be. I, I don't want to go crazy, but is he the second best coach in the NFL? I mean, yeah. he's just Belichick, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean Belichick's obviously number one sure. in all time. I mean, but you know, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from McVeigh or, or you know John Harbaugh or any of the great coaches out there. But my goodness, Frank Reich is a good coach. I mean, he has taken this team. It lost its franchise quarterback unexpectedly right before the season. A lot of teams are going the tank. He has made them just so tough and competitive. I am so impressed with him as a coach. And you start to wonder, was he the real brains behind the operation in Philly? Uh, I mean, he, you know, I, I like Doug Peterson too, but Frank Reich, is, is, is basically everywhere he's gone, there's been success. I, I'm very impressed with him. Matt Eberfluss is defensive coordinator. I think he's going to be a hothead coaching candidate. They, they – Really beat up the Chiefs in that game. It was impressive. It was impressive. And I, on the other hand, though, it's like Mahomes was, was obviously limping around. He wasn't the same guy. They, they don't have Tyreek. I think that kind of caught up with them in that game. So I don't. It's one of those rare games where I, I don't really ding the Chiefs too much. It's just one of those games that happens. But I came away really impressed with the Colts. I, I just I don't know where the season is going for them. I don't know if they can win the division, but. The job Frank Reich has done already is just, it, it's really, really impressive. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he wins coach of the year. Frank, speaking of the Chiefs, that division as a whole, the Raiders, at least in terms of wins and losses, have been much better than many people anticipated this year. Chargers have been a disappointment. Broncos are down here. But your thoughts on this Chargers team? Melvin Gordon finally back with the team after deciding he's going to play. But it seems like something is amiss there. What are your thoughts on a team many f- people thought was talented enough to make a run at a Super Bowl? Yeah, and I think, you know, on one hand, it's just their DNA to screw up games. That They've <laughs> always done this. This is just who they are. They, Of course they lost to the 0-4 Broncos at home. Of course. Right. Like, that's who the Chargers are. But I think, you know, if you look back, look realistically, I don't think we really kind of – Everybody, I did because I, I absolutely love him as a player, but I don't think we properly really put into context what losing Derwin James meant to them. Mm. And I know he's just in the second year, but their safety, all pro last year as a rookie, I thought he was just a dominant force because he's he's the perfect modern NFL player where he's a safety who can line up anywhere. Whatever offense wants to do to you matchup-wise, your answer is, hey, Derwin, go match up. And he can. I mean, so he's a perfect chess piece, and they lost him. And I just don't think they've gotten that back. They have lost their other safety, Adrian Phillips. And Russell Okung dealt with his thing. Melvin Gordon missed time. Uh, Mike Williams missed time. Hunter Henry's out. So you look and you say, okay, I guess there's an excuse there for them being two and three. You know, they've lost a lot of key guys already. But then it's it's also like, come on, Chargers, really? Are we doing this again? <laughs> can you just can you just play up their talent level for once. I, it's just been, I think they, other probably the Browns, I, I think that they've been the NFL's most disappointing team. And nobody cares because L.A. doesn't care. But it's it's just shocking to me that they just every single year do this to themselves. Uh, last thing for me, Frank, uh, the Bears go across the pond. They elect to fly late in the week. I don't know. I'm not saying that made a difference. Um, but most teams go earlier in the week. What, what do you make? What, what was your takeaway from that game? Just They just came out flat 
Daniel would look like a backup quarterback again. Uh, this Bears team, the defense was playing so well in such a high level. The offensive line's got a couple of question marks, I think. Where are you on the Bears after what we saw uh, over in the U.K.? I, I, I hate to just do it, but I kind of throw that game out. London games are weird. That, that they started real slow, then defense played better in the second half, but then gave up the long drive at the end with the fake punt and all that. It's it just seemed like a weird game. I, the one takeaway I have is we wish Chase Daniels stopped getting paid. Like, <laughs> like we just every year you hear, oh Chase Daniels, Chase Daniel was so good, and I'm like, yeah, let's pay him six million a year because he's such a great backup. And then every time he plays, I'm like, eh, okay, well he's really not that good. Like he's never done anything in the NFL. He has seven career touchdown passes, and so. You look, and as crazy as it sounds, they kind of need Mitchell Trubisky back. I've, I've said this about the Bears. I think the only way the Bears really live up to their promise is if Mitchell Trubisky plays like they want him to. It's not going to be with Chase Daniel. It's not going to be with Mitchell Trubisky playing like he was the first four weeks. It's going to be with Trubisky playing like he was when he was at his best last season. And I, I don't I don't assume that the shoulder injury precludes him from doing that at some point, that he can improve and take that step, but it hasn't happened yet. I just think there's one of those teams. Their, their defense is fantastic, but their defense kind of needs to do it all. They, they can't. There's just not much room for error with them. You saw it on Sunday. They didn't have a great game against the Raiders, and they lost because the offense just isn't good enough. I I think that's going to be what it is all year, and they're going to lose games they shouldn't just because there's going to be, uh, you know, the defense gives up 17, and that's just not good enough. Uh, it stinks for that group, but that's kind of where I am with the Bears. I think they're they're great defense, but they just have no margin for error unless uh, Trubisky at some point shows up and plays as the Bears have hoped he would. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. Frank, we will talk to you in a couple of weeks, which would be a Badgers Buckeyes week. So we'll we'll start with Ooh. that. It's gonna be fun. Thank you, Frank Schwab. As always, you, appreciate you coming on. Okay, no doubt. Thank you, buddy. Take care, Frank Schwab. YahooSports.com. Um, the Tua Bowl is this week. Oh yes, it's uh, Washington at Miami. If you're Bill Callahan, do you start Case Keenum? Who gives you your worst chance to win? Well, Alex Smith, I guess, but he's still hurt. But you see if he can go. <laughs> you Even can't with quite, one leg, you, you can't quite go there. I'm going to guess. Yeah, that's probably against the rules. Yeah, but Dwayne Haskins. My, yeah, that's who you start. There's the answer because he gives you no chance. He gives but you no it's chance. Miami. I, the the point, loser of this game gets Tua. Did you see the point spread in this one? No. Uh, so Miami's at home. Yes. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Um, pick. I was baffled. The Redskins are favored by two and a half, and it's like, how can you? Really? So they're five and a half points better than the Dolphins? What have you seen out of Washington that makes them five and a half points better than anybody? I'm with you. You know how much it costs that you can get into that game for? 16 bucks to see an NFL game. Seems like a waste of money. (laughs) You know, there's actually a game that you can get in cheaper than that? Really? Yes. And it's in a stadium that's hosted Super Bowls? It's a great venue. Are you talking about Jacksonville? No, Arizona. Atlanta, Arizona, yeah. you can get in for for 12 bucks. Sit in the air conditioning. Sit in the air conditioning. Nice afternoon. Yeah, watch the grass go in and out before if you get there early enough, I would probably be out by then, but um if Dan Quinn loses this game, he walks the plank, right? Don't you think? I mean, it's the Arizona Cardinals. 
Atlanta's Ever a since huge disappointment. 28-3. Exactly. <laughs> it's been downhill for the Ed Quaid. <laughs> we'll come back, finish up the hour. Miller and Condon till noon. Zubin Mahente and Matt Poston's Heartland College Sports could take a good long look at the Big 12 Conference uh, with Matt coming up here at 1140. Miller and Condon till noon. It's 10 minutes before the hour of 11 on Des Moines Sports Station 1460. I come. Woohoo! Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. From 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 5 before 11. So I reached out to Brian Orilko, our buddy from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to see if they could get the breakout of the total handle on Cyhawk. I thought that would be something that we could, you know, watch over the years. While yeah, the first yeah. year sports wagering was legal all the way back in 2000, can you believe it wasn't legal 30 <laughs> years ago or whatever? Um, they can't do it is the answer was the answer that I was given, which is too bad because oh, I would really? have liked to have known. Yeah, what the handle is right. for Well, know what how much money was bet in state in the month of September tomorrow afternoon. Good. So those numbers will come out. That'll be the first full month um, with all but I think three properties, three or four. Uh, Wild Rose just joined the fray with DraftKings. So we'll know how much money was wagered on sports in September. Mm-hmm. But I would love to have known how much money was bet on Cyhawk. Couple million? I don't think that's crazy. No, right? I don't think so either. I saw the wild swing that happened throughout the week. Yes, yes. Or the weeks preceding mm-hmm. going into it. We were also told we are going to have that game that was going to be put up on the well, board. Well, that was William Hill who yes, told uh, yeah. uh, Ross and I when I sat in for, for Chris uh, on the first right. day of sports wagering. Uh, yeah, Nick Bogdanovich, the uh, line maker with William Hill, said... Told us on the air, yeah, the day after I'll put one up, and it's not up, is not it? Not up, no, no, I, I looked again is last night. Is Elite Sportsbook got theirs up? I mean, they should. They don't for next season. They still have the season-long point spreads the west, rest of the way, though. I love that. Where if you feel like you have a great handle right now on Iowa State, K-State, you can bet it. <laughs> I think that's great. You know what that point spread is? Um, In Manhattan. Iowa State... Seven and a half. Four and a half. Whoa. A little bit lower than I would have anticipated. Yeah, absolutely. What's Nebraska-Iowa? Iowa's favored. Iowa's favored. Three and a half. Three and a half. And what was that at one point? I think Cornhuskers by a field goal before the season right in that range. Yeah, but again, we got to remember where Elite Sportsbook does business. That's also part of it, Which is the eastern part of the state. All right, so um, we'll get the uh, total handled in the state of Iowa for the month of September from the IRGC at some point tomorrow afternoon, but too bad. We couldn't break out that Cyhawk number. Would have loved to have seen. I would like to see. Did the books make money? They lose money. On Hmm. Cyhawk. You know, I know Vegas does because they carve out how much money was wagered on the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, it's a little bigger game, I guess. Just no, a it's little not. Bit. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to the 11 o'clock hour. Zuba Mahente's part of it. So is Matt Poston's Miller in Condon until noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.